grab your fucking eggs, color them any color, grab that fake little grass everybody hates, and put on your bunny ears. It's Easter time, Benjamin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Beware the Board, a horror podcast where we watch a randomly selected horror movie every week. Except this time, we're not doing that. Yeah. We're I watching an Easter all, movie. I hope you're all here for an Easter movie, peeps. The Let's peeps! Go. Oh, no! Is this... Oh, you can do puns? Is that the thing for Easter? Your puns? Nah, that is the only <sighs> thing I got. Thank God. I hate puns. You didn't put it in the intro, so I was like, let me mention... I hate peeps. You know that. It's just marshmallow. It's garbage. It's just It's not good yeah, it's marshmallow. It's not great, but like, it's just peeps. Speaking of peeps, we're already off topic. Did you did you try the peepsy? The what? Oh, oh, the Pepsi? No. The, the pe- Pepsi. It's just Marshmallow Pepsi, and they made Marshmallow Coke before, and I had Marshmallow Coke. Marshmallow Coke's pretty decent. It's okay. Marshmallow Pepsi, garbage. Tastes like Peeps, don't like it. the fact that like they it. call it Peepsi. They don't call it Peepsi, I call it Peepsi. It's the fact that you call it Peepsi. Well, because that's a better name than calling it Marshmallow-flavored Pepsi. Peepsi oh. rolls off the tongue. Okay. Anyway, you ready back to the podcast. movie? Yeah, we're going to watch a Easter-themed horror movie this week. Okay. So, Bob was asking me earlier if we were watching a movie. Yeah. He has no clue what we're watching. No, I have no idea. As per usual, I feel like that's pretty par for the course at this point. The only thing he knows is I've told him that I'm sorry. <laughs> he keeps apologizing. Because <laughs> this movie, it's not great. <laughs> Every time you lead with it's not great, I usually have a good time. Now, I've seen this movie before. Okay. It's, like, we'll have fun, I think. Will this be a better time than Leprechaun? Yeah. Okay. Because you, I listened to the Leprechaun episode back recently, and you were not having a good time. It was time. funny, though. It was funny. But it was, was very funny. I was not having a good time. You were having the worst fucking time. No, I think this is one of those movies where it might be so bad it's good. Okay. See, that's fun. Fingers I like crossed, that. though, on that. It could just be really, really bad. My fingers are crossed. Again, I've seen it before. It was all right. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're watching The Night of the Lepus. I've never even heard Night of the Lepers? Lepus. Lepus. Yeah. How do you spell that? I guess that? you could also pronounce it maybe Lepus, but I I'm Is it L E P E S? L E P U S. P U S. Lepus. Lepus. That's how I'm going to say it. I don't know what this is. Interesting. It's a 1972 film. Whoa, that's early. Yeah. Whoa, okay. I think I watched this originally. I want to say in black and white for some reason. We are we going to watch it in color? I have memories of watching this in black and white. But we're going to watch it in color. Okay. Apparently, there might be some version of it in black and white, although I think it was shot in color. So Interesting. I don't, I don't know why I have memories of it being black and white. Interesting. No clue. Okay. But, ready for my description? Sure. <clears throat> Shh. Be very, very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good description, because I don't really know. It's just a rabbit pun. Yeah. Lep- All right. Leap, lep, lepus. 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 I'm going to say Lepus. Okay. Uh, it's an hour and 28 minutes long. Yeah. Fox standard. It is rated PG. <laughs> no 13? No, this is a PG film. This is PG. So what does that mean? Like, up to age 12? No. This is parental guidance. Yeah. So, because it's not G. This means it's recommended for everyone, but parental guidance is, is advised. advised. Yeah. What is that? Okay. That means there's no restrictions. Like, PG-13, you're supposed to be 13 years old or older. Yeah. PG is anyone. Yeah, and then G is anyone, G too. is anyone, but parents don't have to be concerned. Yeah. PG is anyone, 
But there might be something that one parent is. And not this is a it. horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. It used to be on Shutter. That's how I watched it. So. Oh, okay. Cool. Say yeah. IMDb. All right. Four point one out of ten. Ooh, starting strong. Oh yeah, you ready to get hit? <laughs> Tomato meter. Zero percent. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> No way this movie has a 0%. That should be the title. This movie has a 0% rating. Audience score? Yeah. 27. Okay. People people don't like it. Tomato don't like it. IMDb doesn't like it. <laughs> IMDb doubled the audience score, basically. Somehow. Jesus Christ. Awards? Probably none. Bubkiss. Yeah. Goose Notable egg. actors. Are there actually famous people in this movie? Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. I'm excited now. Stuart Whitman as Roy Bennett. Uh, he plays Paul Regret in The Comancheros. I haven't seen that, but I've heard of it. Okay. You'll notice a trend here in a minute. Okay. Uh, Janet Leigh as Gary Bennett. She also played Marion Crane in Psycho. Oh, Marion Crane in Psycho. Okay. Yeah. Do, you, do you know who Janet Leigh is? Uh, It's, um... We've talked about her before for a reason. Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Yep. Yep. The famous Psycho scream from the shower. That's her. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, because I sent you a uh, an article that was like, oh, here's this yeah, cool it's, thing. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. redid it because her mom did it originally. This is the movie she should have been known for. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> I've never seen Psycho, but I've heard it's really good. Uh, Rory Calhoun as Cole Hillman. Okay. He's also played Vincent Smith in Hotel Hell. I've heard of that. DeForest Kelly as Elgin Clark. Uh, they played Dr. Leonard McCoy in Star Trek. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dr. McCoy? Yeah, from the original run of Star Trek. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. <laughs> me and Evan me and Evan quote Star Trek all the fucking time. Well, again, kind of famous dude. Yeah. Paul Fix as Sheriff Cody. He plays Judge Taylor in To Kill a Mockingbird. I haven't seen the To Kill a Mockingbird movie. But very famous. Very famous. I read the book in middle school. Melanie Fullerton as Amanda Bennett. Uh, she played Mary Jane Endicott from To Rome with Love. I never heard of that. She was on there from 1969 to 1971 for Probably 48 because episodes. it is a TV show. Mm-hmm. That's why I've never heard of it. <laughs> I think she was, a, she was a kid actor. She wasn't in a lot oh, okay. of stuff. Oh, never mind. I'm going to save it. I almost brought something up, but we'll talk about it later. This is a special episode, so I don't, don't want to talk it. about it. I want to save it for an actual episode of the podcast. Oh, yeah. You're going to forget it. No, I won't. Oh, okay. Because it, it was something I already sent you, but I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Okay. Chuck Hayward as Judd. Uh, he was a Western stuntman slash actor. Oh. And I'm saying that because he was in 101 actor credits with 95 stunt credits. Holy shit. Yeah. That guy's awesome. Roy uh, Gantner as Walker. Uh, he played Floyd in Eight-Legged Freaks. I'm pretty sure he's the one sitting on the chair when the spider oh, comes around no, the Oh, no, not side. Floyd. Oh, man, that sucks. I stand for Jolly as Dispatcher. I'm bringing it up because he was a Western villain actor. Okay. Uh, he played kind of like the mustache twirling. Oh, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. Okay, that sounds, yes, that's a stereotype. 378 acting credits. Jesus Basically Christ. all of them as villains. God, dudes, the people in this have a lot of experience. Yeah. Uh, and then Robert Gooden as Leslie. I uh, plays Barry in Maximum Overdrive. I've never seen Maximum Overdrive, but I've heard good things. <laughs> That's the... You've heard good things about Maximum Overdrive? Yeah. 
What movie's Maximum Overdrive, Bob? I don't know, but I've heard the name and I've heard that it's okay. Like, that's pretty good. Jesse said he likes it. Jesse's lying to you. <laughs> Jesse is lying to you. Okay. That is the... Let me double check. Maybe I... it wasn't Jesse. I thought it was Jesse. I think Jesse mentioned this movie recently and he said he liked it. And then we should watch it. I'm going to pull up a picture here. This is the cover for Maximum Overdrive. What the fuck? The Goblin Truck. Yep. Here's a real picture of the Goblin Truck. What the hell? That looks awesome. How how do I describe this movie? So it's a Stephen King story. Okay. Maximum Overdrive. About a comet mm-hmm. that brings all machinery to life. That sounds cool. And then all the cars start attacking people, specifically the trucks. Okay. So like, it was that one? What is his other one about cars killing people? Christine? That's Christine. Yeah. Christine's good. Is Maximum Overdrive not good? It's. Is the book any good? Have you read it? I haven't. I think it might be a short story. Okay. Maybe I'll read it. What I will say, though, about Maximum Overdrive is two things. Okay. A, the actor for Lisa Simpson's in there. <laughs> That's cool. And she sounds exactly like Lisa Simpson. And it's... That's really... It's concerning. <laughs> That's jarring. Because uh, she's a full-grown woman. Yeah. Two, and this is kind of a bigger point here, it's directed by Stephen King. Whoa! During his high-on-coke phase. Oh, see, that sounds like it's a coke-fueled awesome fest. There are some current concerning things, um, like, not to give too many facts right now, because we might watch it at some point. <laughs> I want to watch it now. I think it was the head of cinematography, because the set was unsafe, lost his eye in a- In um, like a stunt or something? Some machinery malfunction. And oh, threw, man, that sucks. He's a cinematography guy. He needs he, both yeah, his eyes. Yeah, he needs Oh, man. Like, it was, I don't, I think that was Stephen King's last directing credit. I think it might be his only one. Cause it's just, it's not it a was just movie, a shit show. But also, the filming was apparently a shit show. That sucks, man. That really sucks. Cause again, it was during his high on drugs phase, and apparently, I think everyone on set was. I mean, every, it w- but not in a good yeah, way. Not high on drugs in a fun way, well, <laughs> or a safe way. Let's put it that way. <laughs> All right, back to Night of the Leopard. <laughs> Directors William F. Claxton. Oh. Uh, he's directed Half Past Midnight. I was about to say that name sounds familiar. Uh, writers Don Holiday and Gene R. Kearney. Let's see. Gene has done Silent Snow, Secret Snow, and Night Gallery, which was 11 episodes from 1971 to 1972. Don't know any of that. Budget's estimated at $900,000. It's not a terrible amount of money, but it's not a, a ton. Couldn't find a box office. Country of Origins, United States. The working title for this in the United States was Rabbits. Rabbits. Okay. All right. Interesting. You ready for these taglines? Oh, Lord. How many taglines you got? I got two. Okay. The first one. How many eyes does horror have? How many times will terror strike? What? The second one. They were born that tragic moment when science made its greatest mistake. Now, from behind the shroud of night, they come. A scuttling, shambling horde of creatures destroying all in their path. That's a long fucking tagline. Yeah, it's kind of like a description they posted. <laughs> I was about to say, that poster. sounds like you'd find that on the back of a book. Yeah, it looks like a bl- it's a book. It's yeah. a blurb, essentially, that they posted on the front of this poster. I hate when they're real long like that. All right, facts. All right. I'm just going to start with this because I think it's funny. Okay. This film is based on a 1964 sci-fi novel. Oh! So this is an adaptation. <laughs> adaptation of a sci-fi novel? All right. Uh, the film producer, A.C. Lyles was primarily a Western film director. Oh. Um, influences of this can be seen throughout the film. 
including the choice of certain Western actors. A lot of the actors are from I was Western about to say, stuff. that's probably why they cast a bunch of Western actors, because yep. this guy was a Western producer, so he knew these people. Mm-hmm. And he could just pull them in, which is really cool. I appreciate when yeah. uh, directors and producers do that sort of thing. Hadn't done horror before. Interesting. Learned his lesson, apparently. <laughs> this is one and only horror movie. I think it might be. I didn't. I don't remember. I did this one a while ago. I love when we get really bad movies and everyone that worked on them just doesn't... This is like their only credit because they realized it was a bad idea. <laughs> All right. The film was shot on old Tucson Studios in Arizona, a site known for its use in Western pictures. Makes sense. Yeah. That's Tucson, right? T-U-C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tucson. Weird way of spelling it. So you look like you'd be pronounced Tuscan. Tuxan. No, it'd be Tuxan. Because it's T-U-C-S. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was T-S-C-O-N. T-U-S-C-O-N. Okay. I don't know. Unless I did it backwards. Oh, no. Tucson makes sense. The C is silent? I think so. I don't know. I'm not an Arizonian. Uh, Lay starred in the film because it was close to home, and she thought the script, <laughs> quotations, read well. It probably did uh, read well. She apparently declined to have her children act in the film because she did not want them to be seen or be a part of like a horror film. Oh, come on. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis decided... very funny because Jamie Lee Curtis made a breakout role in horror. That's really good. Also, I think this was um, shot after she did Psycho 2. Oh, probably. Uh, This was 1972. Yeah, no way this was before Psycho. Psycho is 1960. So, yeah. Yeah, She had already made her big... Like, done a big role. Yeah, she'd already been big. I just think it's funny. She didn't want her kids to see what was happening. Yeah, does she have any other kids? Do you know? She uh, has one more. It's a son. Okay. I didn't know if Jamie Lee Curtis had any siblings. Special effects were achieved through the use of multiple techniques. This includes the use of miniatures, slow motion, ketchup on mouths for blood, and humans in rabbit costumes. What? Bob, I feel like you have no clue what is happening in this film. No! (laughs) What is going on in this nonsense? All right. The working title was changed from Rabbits so that MGM could avoid spoiling the film's quote-unquote monster. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, I thought we were getting into this. You still don't understand yet. Oh, really? Awesome. Uh, the company would go on to make a point of avoiding the inclusion of rabbits in promotional material, only to spoil the secret by including a rabbit's foot-themed promotional material prior to film release. That sucks. So they like did a good job of keeping it a secret, and then they fucked up. That, that see... Hmm. All right. That's all I got for now. Okay. I'm interested because, in, like, you know, rabbits, but also sci-fi. Shh. It's time to start the movie. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We just finished watching Night of the Lepus, we yeah, learned. it's Lepus. It's pronounced Lepus, because rabbits, they be leaping. Or it is Lepus, and they just pronounce it Lepus in the movie to make it more More thematical. rabbit thematic, yeah. yeah. Maybe. How to describe this movie. Basically, first of all, I was kind of playing it up. It's not as bad. No. As I was acting. Not at all. I'd like to stress, I had seen this before. I enjoyed it. That's why we watched it on here. Uh Uh-huh. How I will describe it is like Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, if you've seen Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, similar vibe. They basically took a nonsensical idea of rabbits as a horror movie antagonist, Mm -hmm. blew it out of proportions, and then had everyone on set and like the writers of the script take that idea seriously it is insane and that that's basically the whole movie i don't even think we need to summarize it no it's a bunch of gigantic killer rabbits killing people well, that was a spoiler don't tell them it's giant you it just is. said oh you... yeah you're right but what spoilers Spo- 
<laughs> we were in the no spoiler section. I got to give my warning. Yeah, sorry, spoilers. Uh, they're giant killer rabbits. Yeah, it's crazy. We're in spoilers now. Basically, it's a cute kid being stupid. Yeah, and they're basically testing some uh chemicals on yeah. rabbits to stop them from breeding. And the kid, they're in a facility, mm-hmm. and the kid swaps out the rabbit that's been tested on mm-hmm. for one of the ones that hasn't because she likes the one that's been tested on. And, and her parents it, said that she could keep one. She takes it home, and it gets out. Yeah, because the chicken kid. Yeah, the chicken kid goes, those rabbits killed my chickens. Get that bitch out of here. And then he tosses it and it runs away. <laughs> and uh, basically, they grow to massive size. Yep, and uh, eat cows, horses, yeah, people. They're described as what, four to five feet tall? Uh, and as vicious as a bobcat. <laughs> Which, honestly, yeah, with the amount of damage these rabbits cause to things, it's insane. They're vicious. And I'm pretty sure because they're still technically like herbivores, they're killing for sport. It's good. I Ben set this up like I, this movie was going to be terrible. Which is, I think, a good idea because it lowered your It set me with really low expectations. And you had a great time. I, I really, I really like this movie. It's, it's stupid fun. It's fucking stupid. It's so dumb, but it's so awesome. What I will say, and Bob's going to fight me on this, because he's been fighting me the whole movie while we're watching it. You'll hear later. It is objectively a bad movie. However, because it takes itself seriously, it's super fun. Like, I had a great time. I did too. It's just also super cheesy. Some of the practical effects are not great. Catch up. <laughs> Catch up. Uh, some scenes, the gore is just paint it's thrown just red on paint. someone. It's just red paint. Some of the effects are... <laughs> At one point, some guy's shooting some rabbits oh through my a floor. God. And it looks like someone just set off like a little paint explosion under this rabbit. And then they go flying. It's super cheesy and bad. See, I don't even think... So, like. You keep, I'm thinking of how to describe this. It's bad, but it's not bad in the way that, like, Leprechaun is bad. No. Leprechaun is bad, and it's a bad movie. This is a bad movie, but it's so god-awful that it's fucking hysterical. No, so bad it's good. When I say bad, I mean, like, bad, I don't even want to say production quality. Because, it, no, it's The good. production quality is high. It's just poor execution of effects. That might be the way Some to put of the it. effects. And coupled with the, the ludicrousness of the actual... Like antagonists. Antagonists? Yeah. When you, you when you combine like these kind of bad but funny looking effects with rabbits. Giant fucking rabbits. That have been like set up in this film as horrible killer monsters. Yeah. It's just really funny. It's really like, funny. Like you can't take it seriously. I will say one thing that I think is a, is a benefit or a credit to this movie that they did really cool is you can't really make rabbits big. There's not any oh, way no. to do that. So what they did is they played with perspective a ton which I thought was really cool, by building miniature sets to have the rabbits run through to make them look really big. Mm-hmm. So there are tons of shots where it's like, oh, I've seen this building, but it's small. Oh, yeah. But so the rabbits look big, and well, it's awesome. I like to point out, you can always tell it's a mini set. Uh, not, not just because there's rabbits, and yeah. it's not because the mini sets are bad, but like you know how mini sets look. Yeah. Like, they have a theme mm-hmm. to them. Yeah, but and it works. It works. It looks pretty realistic, I'm yeah. going to say. Uh, but there was one funny scene I remember is... <laughs> There's a clothesline by this house. Yeah. And it must have been rubber because one of the rabbits kicks it and it goes, doing <laughs> It like re- rebounds and like goes uh, back and forth. But yeah, it's the mini sets good. look pretty good. Yeah. The only problem they had with using mini sets is to make the rabbits still look big on the mini sets. Mm-hmm. The mini sets are really small. Yeah. And rabbits can move pretty fast so when they're they running had, them. Yeah. 
And so what they had to do is they had to slow down all the rabbit footage. Mm-hmm. So the rabbits looked like they're moving two miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And it's again, it's a it's a well done effect. It looks super cheesy and funny. It does look really funny because you have these rabbits getting like shot or lit on fire in slow motion, and it's just very it's very awesome. Funny. All right, <laughs> do you have anything else to say? Do you have talking points? Yeah, for this I do. One? Okay, so before we get to the talking points, I do have one thing I want to say. Ben, Ben can attest. I don't think this movie is scary. No, but it should not have been PG. Oh, so you know about that, right? No, I assume you don't. Ratings back in the day weren't. They were strict, right? Yeah, uh, much stricter with certain things than they are nowadays. Mm-hmm. However, things could also fly under the radar in ways they didn't nowadays. Interesting. Um. So, like, essentially some films that would get, like, an R nowadays might be, mm-hmm. like, a PG-13 back in the day. Something Interesting. Something like that. Just because we were more okay with certain things being on the screen back in the 70s and the 80s and shit. Yeah. Additionally, PG-13 didn't exist for a long time. Ah, that would make sense. Because uh, I was going to say, this isn't gross enough or violent enough to be an R-rated film. But it's no. definitely not not gross and like, it. It exceeds PG, but it's not R. I think PG thirteen is a solid rating. I just it's interesting that it didn't exist. Yeah. So when he, this came out, let me give a disclaimer. This is me going from memory. So yeah. This isn't like I have notes in front of me. Mm-hmm. But I believe for a while it was P. It was G, PG, yeah, and R. So mm-hmm. it was general audience, good for everyone. Parental guidance uh, suggested mm-hmm. or required, and then R, which is restricted, like seventeen plus, right? Yep. Back in the day when it was that system, PG would fill in for what we think of PG-13 now. Yeah. Where it's like, you should probably be a little bit older, like a teenager. Yeah, like, I, I think you could show this to, like, a 14-year-old. It's fine. They kind of realized that system was flawed. Yeah. Because they found that you'd have some movies for, like, really little kids that would be PG. Mm-hmm. But you could also have movies like this with a bunch of blood and shit. Yeah. Uh, and also be PG. The film that got them to create pg-13 i think there was a second one but i know the really big one is gremlins yeah gremlins should not be pg came out it was pg i believe i think they had i think it's still pg i don't think they ever updated the rate it should be pg-13 but yeah that's oh i love gremlins can we watch gremlins would you consider gremlins a horror movie a little bit yeah pg i was right yeah that's one of the films that like made them create pg-13 interesting think about gremlins there's some that should not be PG. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, I was like, that is not a PG movie. Um, it's a good movie, they though. They say some bad words in it, too. Oh, yeah. And I so par- parents time. were like, this shouldn't be in the same category as these things we generally let our kids go to. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. So, that's why this is PG. Makes sense. I seemed curious about that. No, I really was. So. Like, it was interesting. Do you have anything else before I get to my talking points, by the way? Um, Other than the PG stuff, no. There's not really a lot to talk about. It was... No, it's just a wacky, good, fun time. Yeah. Not a lot of plot, really. No. There's a bunch of rabbits. They're eating people. How do we get rid of the rabbits? Well, that's an interesting talking point. It went wrong? (laughs) That's also interesting. Kill the rabbit. Kill the rabbit. Yeah, that's basically the premise of the movie. Yeah, how the fuck do we kill these giant rabbits? (laughs) We made giant rabbits. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. All right. So, Lei. Yeah. uh, I I don't know how. I want to say Lei, but that's not her name. She thought the film failed because it lacked an ideal director. Like, this movie didn't do good. Like, it did really It do lacked bad. an ideal director. That's interesting. Um, well, you have to remember, the director, I think, was also a Western guy. Yeah. And not a horror guy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we should, yeah. We should and, come back to the fact this is a Western. Yeah, it's, we kind of talked about it at the beginning. This is, 
straight up a western. This is straight movie. up a western. They all have western style guns. They're riding around on horses. They're on a ranch. They're but basically in a part cowboys. Of Arizona that looks like it's New Mexico, sixteen hundreds. Yeah, like they're using crazy. western guns. Yeah, like, lever action rifles, shotguns, but not like period accurate western guns. Like you could tell they really just grabbed it from the western sets. Oh yeah, Lay thought it was like an ideal director, and because it's impossible to make a bunny rabbit scary. Thoughts? I don't think it's impossible to make a bunny rabbit scary because I think they actually they didn't do a good job of it. But there were moments where I was like, oh, that's actually a little bit scary. And I'm a little bit of a baby, fair enough, if you want to make that point. But, like, when the rabbits would, like, bare their teeth and have, like, saliva all over their face, and some of the, like, things where the rabbits were jumping at people, that was actually a little bit terrifying. Because they're using the idea of the rabbit being a rabbit to its advantage. Yeah. I see, the second point's the one I do have to agree with, disagree with. Because, like, a rabbit being scary, I think, will always be ludicrous. It'll be absurd. Maybe. Just logistically, a rabbit being scary is kind of absurd. Yeah. However, I think you could make a rabbit scary. I think it's definitely possible. I think the thing that's gotten the closest... I, <laughs> the rabbit scene from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> like, it's, it's very funny. It is funny, but, but yeah. But it's a really quick little thing ripping your throat out. See, that's kind of what, what I expected going in, but the fact that they made them big is what made it ludicrous to me. Like, I think if you would, if this movie had kept them small and just made them fucking vicious little murderers, horrific. Yeah. I, I think you can do it. I think it's a really hard concept to pull off right. Completely fair. But even if you do pull it off right, it's it's still absurd. It's yes. absurdism, you know? So mm-hmm. it, you always have that in the back of the mind that it's probably going to be a dark comedy, even if it is scary. Yeah. This is sort of related. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of After Earth? I believe that's what it's called. Oh, um, yes, actually. Not After Earth. That's the movie with um. That's a movie. Yeah, that's why. That's why I've heard. Of... Didn't we talk about this like three days ago? I I just said the the wrong thing. After Earth is a different movie. Okay. That's the movie with um Will Smith and his son. Maybe. No, yes. I just looked it up. I was thinking of After Man. Have you ever heard of that one? No, I never heard of it. Did you ever watch the TV show on Discovery Kids? The future is wild. Oh, I've I've heard of that. It act, that that sounds really, really, really familiar. Okay, so that TV show is based on this book, After Man. Mm-hmm. I pulled up a picture. This thing. It's a speculative zoology book. Okay. Are you familiar with speculative zoology? I assume that it's just uh, basically determining what evolution will look like over the course yeah, of a so, couple uh, generations um, and stuff. They More than that. Speculative so, yeah. evolution. But the yeah. idea is you, you take a certain starting conditions and you theoretically build an evolutionary tree from it. That's really cool. Um, my favorite version is you'll have people world build. So they'll build a planet based on like accurate science and then create a ecosystem Mm-hmm. Starting with like one body plan and then evolve it from there. That's crazy. On this like world that has scientifically accurate like oxygen levels, season cycle. Wow, like that. that's uh, really cool. Bibliodarian, I believe, over on YouTube has been doing a series of that mm-hmm. for a while. It's very, very, very good. Okay, but that's kind of what this is after man, except it proposits that roughly when this book came out, which was back in the day. Back in the day, I forget like what year it was. I Jack, maybe. I don't know. Uh, basically, when After Man came out, they it's basically set in that period if man died out like mm-hmm. tomorrow Holy and shit. evolved from there. And I bring it up because the creature that's basically chosen as like, this is the thing that evolves, mm-hmm. like rats. So basically, Makes sense. all the predators are evolved from rats, So they, but they have that like front tooth thing. The front two teeth, yeah. Oh, you're about to show me a really scary picture of an animal. 
I'm just gonna see if I can find one of those rat predators. They have some weird predators in that book that are like super cool. Like um these bats, yeah. the fluers and the night stalkers. Look at the night stalker on the bottom. It walks on its back legs. Yeah, like a chicken. Whoa, what the hell? Those those are really crazy shit. Holy fuck. That looks scary. Yeah, here. You can scroll through some of these rat predators. Like, oh, they look like uh they look like rabbits. Like white. Oh well those those the ones they're eating were rabbits descendants. Holy shit. But my point is like you could take a rabbit and like you can go look up pictures of afterman predators, but like you could have a rabbit and I think mutate it to be scary. Like you can take those front teeth and make them pointy and shit. Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. That one right there. Cause it's like a um what is the word I'm looking for? Monkey. Kinda like a monkey, but it's like a monkey cheetah. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyways, good book. Kind of off topic. Nah, I uh, mean, it's sort of related. Killer wild animals. But I think you could make a rabbit scary. You might have to mutate it. You might have to do something really weird with it. But it's innately kind of absurd. Yeah. The thing with the ideal director, though, I do get that point. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Because from her perspective, she's saying, why did this film not succeed as a horror movie? Because it was shot by a Western director. Because it was a Western movie, and also the rabbits turned out to be funny instead of scary. And I think on both points, she's right. Yeah, I think she has. I think she has a point. I just think that now. I think also with the technology of today, it's a lot easier to make rabbits scary. There it is. I was gonna say that back when this was made. I don't know if you could do it. I think they did a really good job for the time. They did probably as good of a job as they could. Yeah. However, she's right. They she definitely right. couldn't in this movie. Yeah. And I think they gave it the best try possible. Um, and also, it's a western, and westerns just set up that perfect idea of like, let's gather a posse and go kill some rabbits. Yeah. Which I mean, Which that's, it did. It, they gathered a posse. Funniest scene is they go into a movie theater. It's like, who wants to kill some rabbits? <laughs> they go to a drive-in with this cop car. First of all, the drive-in is playing Tom and Jerry. Okay. I just realized. Missed opportunity. Why weren't they playing Looney Tunes? Fair enough. Like, yeah, they could have been playing the Elmer Fudd episode. Jesus I Christ. I think they couldn't get rights to it. Probably not. So they probably just got what they could. Oh, does, did MGM ever own Tom and Jerry? They might have. MGM might have owned Tom and Jerry, which is why they used it. But anyway, they roll into this fucking movie drive-in, and there's all these people in their cars, assumably with their small children, watching Tom and Jerry. And this dude just comes over and says, We've got a herd of killer rabbits heading this way. Turn on your headlights and follow the cop car. And everyone just goes. And it's very funny, because there's children in all of those cars. Every single one. <laughs> oh, my God. And so, the children are all there when... Thousands of rabbits are killed. And then you cut to a couple scenes where the kids are like, ah! <laughs> We haven't even gotten to the absurd way they deal with the rabbit problem. Oh, yeah. So, at the very beginning of the film, they show actual footage of, like, these rabbit posses. Yeah. Like, rounding up rabbits in, like, Australia, where they had really bad rabbit problems. Yeah. And they still do to this day, but it's not as bad. But they would, you know, get a bunch of people to drive them to fences with sticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they catch them all and kill them. And they basically do the same thing here. Mm-hmm. They set up the cars as kind of like a the people. Yeah. And they have guns on one wall to create a fence. And then a railroad tracks that they just electrify. They just basically plug some railroad tracks into the city's power grid. And you can see the transformer with the power pole fucking freaking out while the fucking electricity is going. You're not supposed to do that. You're definitely not supposed to do that. It's awesome. <laughs> and the best part is they, they take it so seriously in this movie that the military police show up. Oh, yeah. And they've got full-on, like, browning machine guns. That's the thing with this In movie. M16s. Like, the concept is ludicrous. It's right? awesome. I don't know how this got made, if I'm being honest. No, I said that uh, during the movie. I said, who the fuck made this? Especially at this budget. Like, yeah! I get Killer Tomatoes being made, because everyone knew what was happening. Yeah. But this movie seems like they actually tried, and we're like, why didn't this do well? <laughs> I think <laughs> it should have done well, to be honest. 
I think it deserves a second uh, life. But let's remake it, Ben. <laughs> Night of the Leapus Two. <laughs> no, we gotta choose our own animal. Night of the Peepus. <laughs> it's just really big Piper. It's Piper's like Cujo. Killers, it's like Cujo, but my dog's. It's my dog, so she's stupid. Bob's dog. <laughs> Might have had the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck as a baby. She's very dumb, dude. I, I look feel, at her. I feel really bad her. for saying that. No, look at her, bro. She looks dumb. But she ate a door. She Well, she's attempted to eat a door. She, she ate she, half of it. Not half. Half of Bob's door's missing. Not half, bro. Don't You're over-exaggerating. A quarter? No way a quarter. Look at it. She ate a good amount of that door. There's more. Do- there's less door than there was when I moved in. Let's put it that way. And I don't know where it is. Oh, that's the cat problem. Could crawl under that door. Evan's cat has tried. Um, yeah, um, it's ludicrous. If they didn't yeah. take it seriously, though, this movie wouldn't have been good. No. If they didn't take it seriously, it would have been bad. Yeah. But there's a lot of good actors taking this stupid concept seriously. And that's honestly one of the best parts is how good the acting is. It kind of reminds me of a less <laughs> cheesy version of like. I don't know, like the original Sharknado. I haven't seen Sharknado. Piranha. I haven't seen Piranha either. Like any of those movies where the concept's ludicrous, but they take it seriously. I've heard Piranha's actually good. The first one's okay. Yeah, and then what was it? Piranha 3D came out in the early 2000s? (laughs) There's a couple, but yeah, Yeah. Piranha 3D came out in the early 2000s. We'll get there. We'll watch Piranha 3D. But it's funny, I guess. Yeah, it's funny because like, isn't it? It's stupid. uh, It's stupid, yeah, that's the point. Um, Yeah, but they take it seriously and so it works. Yeah. Coupled with like, People who actually knew what they were doing on set. Yeah, like for sure. And stuff, and it it seems decent. And, like, the effects aren't horrifically bad. Like, yeah, the blood looks like red paint, but, They're like, it's High-quality, poor execution. Yeah, exactly. All right, so, next point. Do you think this film was intended to pay homage or to, like, rip off the birds? Ooh, that's interesting. Because, to me... The birds came out, like, right before this, didn't 1963. it? So that's like 10 years. 10 years? I mean, still. To be honest, I think that's what happened. I think someone was like, you guys love the birds. What if we made a movie, the same thing, but rabbits? Are the birds big in the birds? Is that the scary part? Okay. I've never seen the birds. My bet is that's how this movie got made. Mm. Is someone pitched the birds, but what if we take something else, like rabbits? (sighs) That's not bad. I'd say homage, though. I don't think they were trying to rip off. No, I don't think they were trying to rip off the birds at all, actually. But I think that's how this got made. Because if they were trying to rip off the birds, they wouldn't have made them big. No. Right? They would have kept them the same size. They would have kept them small. Yeah. But Which is kind of what I wanted. Like, it would have been a very different movie. It wouldn't have been as funny. No, it would have been much scarier, in my opinion. In in my opinion. I think it would have been less scary. I don't think, yeah, I don't think it was trying to rip off the birds. I think paying homage to it. I don't know if... <sighs> homage is the right word. I think it was inspired by I think Inspired By is better because, like, The Birds is, I don't want to say an original idea, but, like, it was one of the first movies to really take just something like a bird and make it really scary like that, right? Yeah. And that's what this movie tried to do, but with rabbits. And it's maybe a little bit of a stretch, but, like, but The Birds is such an influential film of the time that there are people who worked on this movie had definitely seen it. Oh, 100%. Uh, They had to have. It was so important. Like, it was a big movie at the time, right? Well, it was Alfred Hitchcock. Exactly. One of the actors acted in one of the most famous Alfred Hitchcock movies ever. Exactly. So, I think... Which might be why they got her for this film, is they were like, you were in Psycho. That was a, you know, cool movie. We're basing this on another Hitchcock film. Yeah. So, that makes sense. I I could see where you're coming from with that one. Okay. So, kind of on our topic of, we think we can make rabbits scary. If you were going to do a rabbit-themed horror movie, how would you do it? Uh... Small, fast, sharp teeth, sharp claws. I like the. I see. I really like the idea of doing it. I like the fact that they kept uh, the theme of rabbit burrows in this movie by using the mine shaft when they got uh-huh. big. I think that's a really good way to make them scary. Is them burrowing under people's houses 
or like nesting under stuff or coming up to the ground and getting you like tremor style. Because like they could destabilize the house's structure. Uh huh. And then you fall into a pit full of rabid rabbits and they eat you. That's awesome. Okay. You know how I'd do it? How so? Have you ever seen Gremlins 2? I've not seen Gremlins 2, actually. Okay. So the the, the premise of Gremlins 2 Aren't is Aren't they at a, at, a, um, at a dinner party? Isn't no. that Gremlins 2? It's in this giant skyscraper that's owned by this universe's version of Donald J. Trump. Okay. But it's like 80s Donald J. Trump, where he was okay. just like this businessman that no one took serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Donald Trump in uh, Home Alone 2. Yeah. Yeah. Where, he, like, they just portrayed him as, like, this really goofy, incompetent character. That's how this rich dude's portrayed in this movie. Yeah. But long story short, it's, like, this tiny, like, city in this building. Mm-hmm. And one of the parts of it is a laboratory, and they test on uh, Gizmo. Oh, okay. You know, the Mogwai. Mm-hmm. And what a cutie. it turns out that, like, instead of just making, like, normal gremlins, they make a bunch of different mutated gremlins. Oh, shit. Like, there's Brainy, the really, really smart one who can talk and wears glasses and is, like, a mobster. There's one that's made out of pure electricity. There's what the hell? Woman. Gremlins 2 sounds awesome. Oh, it's batshit. It's very, it's a lot of fun. It's stupid, but it's a lot of fun. Maybe There's I'll... basically like every type of gremlin that you could imagine. Like basically what happened is everyone on the set, every time they would have a new idea for a gremlin, they would suggest it and it would get me. That's awesome. I love that. Movie. If we ever do gremlins, that'll be fun, fun, fun. Yeah. I love the cool, first movie. Cool episodes. Uh, the only bad thing to say about those movies is apparently the Gizmo puppet was hell. Really? The worst thing ever. Mm, that sucks. It was so tiny. Ah, uh, I it see. Was animatronics back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I would do something like that where I would say, all right, we're going to give this formula to these rabbits. It's going to make them like faster and just more vicious and scarier. Yes, but it's going to mutate some of them at random. So, you know, we have a bunch of these little rabbits that are fast and shit, but here's like a giant Godzilla rabbit. And here's this. Rabbit, they can shoot lasers out of its yeah. eyes or something fucking I crazy. Just, I would go complete absurd, but treat it very seriously, but have like a bunch of like graphic gore and stuff. That's so, like, that's you good. You have scenes that are scary, but it's innately still goofy. Oh, you could you could totally rip off Bunicula and just have like a vampire rabbit yeah, with those like, giant sharp front teeth. Like I think I would make a movie that could be scary in parts. Yeah. But it would also be one of those, it'd be like a dark comedy. Like, you'd be laughing the whole mm-hmm. time. But also, like, you get to experience all different types of bunnies. That's a good idea. So, like, if a big bunny does it for you, yeah, we'll have a big bunny. Alright, fair enough. Vampire bunny? Vampire bunny. Ghost bunny? Go- ghost bunny's funny. Didn't mean to rhyme there. Maybe there's a smart bunny. Yeah. Maybe you can talk. Oh, maybe one of them is just Bugs Bunny. Um. <laughs> and, that back? That'd be very, very funny. Munching a carrot. You'd have to pay a lot of money to WB to so get a hold si- of that. Similar to thing how would you do a modern remake of this movie that's how i do my modern remake i think the way i suggested how i do it oh you do it like that yeah i think you could do what you said in mine you could do both yeah. i think i think we can mash our ideas our ideas together and make them very because well, what i was saying <gasps> is you'd have a lot prospector of... rabbit and he's the one digging the mines he's down there <laughs> oh my god it's awesome he's wearing a little hat <laughs> yeah but i mean i think you go really really serious and like graphic and scary with your rabbits yeah but then you just throw in a bunch of absurdist stuff because you know it's a movie about killer rabbits yeah. it's supposed to be stupid like, yeah you know but you can also do some pretty gory sequences yeah would it su- be successful i don't think so maybe i maybe but probably you pitched not. it to the right audience and like put it out oh yeah but like i don't think like if you marketed it well i think you can make a little bit of money it would make money among the same people who watch Piranha 3D. And Leprechaun. Well, I was going to say, and like Sharknado 3. Movies where they're completely absurd. Yeah. But there's a lot of fun gore and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. All right, those were my talking points. Okay. We're going to get into some book stuff. 
Really I'm quick. so interested about the difference between the book and this movie. So the bo- the film is based on an Australian book mm-hmm. by author Russell Braddon. Mm-hmm. It was a 1964 science fiction novel called The Year of the Angry Rabbit. Yep. Right. Uh, that was in the title sequence, so that's why Bob knows. The novel features a pulp-style narrative with a light cosmic horror tone that was apparently very well-received upon release. It's, like, I'm going to be honest. The fact that this is a movie makes it more absurd. If I were to read this in a book, I feel like it would have hit different. Okay, apparently they're very unrelated. Oh, well, never mind. Um, yeah. <laughs> the book is intended as a satirical black comedy and features events such as... Uh, first of all, it's said in Australia. Let me stress that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it features events such as Australia's prime minister dominating the world with biological super weapons. Huh? Yeah, it's wild. It, this must be very loosely based on the book. I think they just bought the rights... And then just discarded the story entirely. And just were like, oh, big big rabbits. Um, apparently, Braden went on to say he wrote the book as a joke and says it only took him four weeks to complete. That's crazy. I think he picked up on the fact that like the movie obviously does away with the Australian elements. Australian stuff, like the Australian prime minister and all that. Yeah, it's interesting that they didn't. I don't know why they wouldn't. I don't know. Because it was easier to film in Arizona and act like this was in Arizona. Yeah, I guess that's fair. And also, they wouldn't have to hire Australian actors. Uh, but also, like, the book is very humorous. Mm-hmm. And this movie was, like, very serious. It's a serious monster movie, in quotations. <laughs> also, serious. the rabbits aren't, like, a big deal in that book. Really? That's just one of the side things that's going on? Kind of. It, it kicks it off. Do you want me okay. to describe the plot? I read it. Sure. Not the book, but I read the plot. Okay. I don't know if you're going to read it. but Probably not. Basically, they, they're trying to test a way, I believe it's to kill rabbits. Yeah. But it makes the rabbits, like, super vicious and stuff. Mm-hmm. But whatever chemical they expose the rabbits to is, like, toxic to humans. Whoa, okay. And so it starts killing people. But then the Australian Prime Minister realizes, oh, I can threaten the world with this chemical. And so he threatens the whole world to get rid of, like, all their weapons. Oh my god. And basically takes over the world and makes world peace. That's kind of awesome. It's just a weird film. Or book. Sounds wacky. That's all I got, though. Recommendations. Here's where it gets tough, Benjamin. Because I don't... I honestly... So we watched this for Easter because... Rabbits. Rabbits. Easter bunny. The most Easter thing there is. Rabbits. Or or colored eggs. If there was a colored egg horror movie, I'd count it. Or a movie about uh, grass. A grass themed horror movie night of the peeps night of the peeps or a peeps themed horror movie i count that as uh, ducks little duckies not ducks not ducks peeps specifically like teeny tiny baby ducks maybe like the yellow ones oh those are cute they're cute little babies i don't know if i would really rec i okay here's what i'll recommend if you want a light-hearted stupid absurd horror movie this is great oh yeah but especially one that's like cheesy but not just normal cheesy but like 60s, 70s cheese. It's cheesy as hell, but it's awesome. Also, if you want a horror movie that you could show to, like, your fucking 13-year-old, 14-year-old, great. Yeah. This is a good, like, low-entry horror movie. And it's funny. It's funny. Like, if you like so bad it's good movies, mm-hmm. good. Highly recommend. Or Killer Tomatoes. That's my other one. Yeah. Those are those are my big ones. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. I don't really have any other recommendations other than that. That's it for me. It's a so bad it's good film. Yeah. So if you want that. It's stupid wacky, like, but it's great. Bad but fun. Check it out. Yeah. Rating. You can be mad at me. Might spend. That's okay. I already told you I'm not going to give it a five. I know. If you did, you would get smacked. 
And I want to say I'm not a fan of abuse here, but... <laughs> I'm within striking distance. Bob did say some at some point during the movie, that he was like, this is perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect film. <laughs> I said it because I knew it would piss you off. <laughs> I was like, if you rate this at the same level as, like, The Exorcist, it's I don't not. know if we can do a podcast of reviewing anymore because your opinion literally doesn't matter. Four. Okay. Why? I I like it, first of all. I just, I think... Here's my thing. I think it went way above and beyond by making the rat like the amount of effort and time they took to build all these miniature sets. It's fair. And make the rabbits actually look big and doing fun stuff with them. It's good. And I actually like I don't think it's you keep saying it's a bad movie. I don't think it's that bad. No. Because I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like there's just something so wacky and goofy that I I I love it. It's just fun. I I'm such a fan of cheesy stupid fun horror movies and this is perfect fair enough for that in my opinion and also all the acting is fine because they're all really good actors Shit, these are much better actors than should be in this film exactly and that really raises the level for me right all right for me i rate a little bit differently than bob it's true i it's don't rate this true. on how much i enjoyed it i have kind of a set scale he has standards um, i have standards in fact to be honest i enjoyed this like a four amount. That's like what, if, yeah. you're, if you're in the I'm not gonna say target audience for this film. If you're in the audience that will enjoy this film, though, it's very very fun. Yeah. Like if you enjoy so bad as good movies, you're in that you know what we call it recommendation yeah. area. We said mm-hmm. you're really gonna like it. It's oh, a lot of fun. Can I interrupt you for one second? Yeah. Another recommendation. This is an awesome movie to watch with friends. Yes. This is if you're going oh, somewhere. Yeah. We and you're like shit talked on it a lot. We shit talked on it a lot, but this movie is awesome for friends because mm-hmm. you could just sit there and not really pay attention and just watch rabbits annihilate people or get annihilated, and it's cool. Now, sorry, you can keep um, going. So yeah, we're talking straight enjoyment. Maybe a four. Maybe even a four and a half because it's very funny. <laughs> I almost um, give it a four and a half. However, <laughs> on my normal rating scale of like, how did it do for the concept? It's not scary. It's a horror movie, and it is not scary at, at all. All. In fact, most of the parts that are supposed to be scary are very cheesy and bad funny. and funny. And so I'm kind of between two ratings. Yeah. But I'm going to be nice <laughs> and give it a two. Oh, my God. What the hell? You said you like this movie. Uh, yes. Because my bias right here, right, mm-hmm. is a four. However, yeah. objectively, I have to give it a two because... What it set out to do was to be a scary rabbit movie. What it failed to do was the scary movie part of that. It Which was just is rabbits. half of it, yeah. You know what? That brings our average out to a three, and I think that's completely fair. I think that's completely fair. I was between a one and a half and a two, mm-hmm. but I think they put in enough effort that's what I'm saying. into doing all the rabbit scenes. Yes. Did they turn out great? The miniature stuff turned out really good. I love the miniature However, stuff. That's what the thing that put it over the top <laughs> the for me. The suits... <laughs> the gore, the slow mo stuff, yeah, all of it that was super cheesy. Bad. The dynamite was cool. The explosions, dynamite that's was good. Cool though. Yeah, I was like, I gave them a two because they put in a lot of effort. All the rabbit like squealing effects is good too. It's well acted. I think the setting's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that it's set like in the in the west. However, it does fail at the basic concept. It doesn't meet expectations. So I can't give it a three, so I'm gonna give it a two. Fair enough. But I think, I think the fact that it averages out of the three is honestly a perfect one for me. Yeah. Because, like, there's not a high buy-in for this, but if you don't like it, you're going to fucking hate it. Oh, yeah, I get why people gave it, like, I get why critics gave it zero. Yeah, this is not a good critic movie and at I can, all. I can totally get why the audience score is so low, because if you go into this thinking, oh, scary movie, it's... No. You don't get a scary movie. No. And it's also, like, this isn't 
famous enough. Like, Bob had never heard of it. No. So it's not famous enough where everyone who's into that style of, like, so bad it's good movie has mm-hmm. heard about it and knows, yeah. like, oh, this is great. Man, I really hope people watch this episode yeah. because this, this movie deserves uh, more love than it got. Same with our April Fool's episode. I hope that, that, oh, that one's good. I like that movie a ton. But uh, that's all I got for now. Yeah. We'll go to our outtakes. I think we got some good ones. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure how much we can include. Some of it is not usable for the podcast, but some of it is I, immaculately a running funny. joke going through the whole movie that just can't be included in this podcast. Yeah. Well, maybe one day, Ben. <laughs> maybe said, one day. Bob says some heinous shit. I don't say it. <laughs> but it's no! okay. <laughs> no, I don't say anything. No. We're, well, no, we're it's leaving. It's not heinous. It's just not podcast appropriate. There it is. But it is okay for Bob to say it. I'm allowed it. to say it. I just don't <laughs> think I should say it on air. That's all I have to Especially say. right now. Yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you in a minute. All right, bye. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the outtake section for this episode of Beware the Board. I hope you're enjoying our review of Night of the Lepus so far. I think it is quite literally one of my favorite movies ever. It's so funny. It's so goofy. It's so fun. I love it. But without further ado, let's get into our first outtake. This first outtake is my reaction to realizing that these rabbits are just running around killing entire families in this town. Oh my god. Oh my god. These rabbits are just murking these people. These rabbits are just killing these kids. Holy shit. This next outtake is me reacting to some of the rabbits killing people but also just proclaiming how much I love this movie. I can't tell if that rabbit actually dug up there or if they just shoved a rabbit through some sand. I, don't I know. think they might have shoved a rabbit up through some sand. I have no idea. Ah! Oh my god! It's got him! It's got him! Ah! I love this fucking movie. This is so fucking stupid. This is PG, that man's getting murdered by a rabbit! Oh, she shot it. The ratings used to be a lot worse. Really? Look at that! Like, is that not awesome and also scary? He <laughs> just leapt out I'm the door! I'm sure in that scene right there, someone was scruffing that rabbit, covered in ketchup, and it was just spinning it. This next outtake is Ben and I discussing who greenlit this movie, and also, what's on that rabbit's face? Like, who greenlit this in 1972? Probably someone high as fuck on cocaine. No, because the movie did good, uh, the book did good. Oh, so they probably were like, oh, we'll just make a book out of this movie. Or a movie out of this book. Yeah. Why did that rabbit have, like, cum on its face? <laughs> it was saliva and shit. It looked gross. Maybe some cum. <laughs> Maybe some cum. <laughs> That's the name of the episode, Maybe Some Cum. This next outtake is Ben and I reacting to a literal stampede of rabbits, as well as reacting to the rabbits getting some of the horses. They're going to find so many dead horses later. Oh, my God. Here they go. Slowly. They're so vicious, bro. Menacingly. Look at that. Majestic. That is the most... That is the most menacing, but also not menacing thing I've ever seen in my entire... I'd like to point out that... Oh! Oh my (laughs) god! That this boy's getting (laughs) fucked up by a rabbit! I'd like to point out that rabbits are still, like, herbivores, you know? No. No, no, no. It said the serum makes them vicious, like yeah, a mountain lion. But still, they're the, vicious. The, I fair. 
I'm still pointing out that they're herbivores, so they're doing this for fun. <laughs> this isn't yeah. for sustenance. This next outtake is us reacting to some of the effects that look a little more wacky. Like, this looks insane! Like, I... How, why does it have bad ratings? Because it's not a good movie. However... I would say this is a good movie. No, it's a bad movie, objectively. However, I enjoy So Bad It's Good movies, you know? Same, but I don't think this is So Bad It's Good. I think this is just genuinely fine. <laughs> no, it's pretty bad, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gun is sending these rabbits flying! It's pretty it's bad, It's like Bob. they're Michael Jordan jumping! They're just... Wee! Oh my if God. I can explode in a jar of red paint under that thing. I I like this movie. I like it. It's not good, though. <gasps> he got inside. Well, upstairs, yeah. They're upstairs. Well, don't shoot holes in the floor. Yeah, you gotta live there, man. Well, I, well, I guess it's not his house. You know what I'm thinking? What? We raise these as eating crops. <laughs> They're pretty big. They, they are really big. Good. This next outtake is Ben and I arguing whether this is a good movie or a bad movie, and then also a re our reaction to a woman getting murdered by a rabbit. It's stupid. It's wacky. It's not a good movie, but I enjoyed myself. I'll stand I by. I think it. this is a good movie. It's not a good movie. Is it fun? Yes. Is no. it going to get rated well? Probably. But is it a good movie? <laughs> it definitely will get a good is rating it a for good me. a good movie? Objectively, no. I think it's a good movie. Objectively, this is a horrible movie. Nah. Bad, you, Bob, you're just salty because you enjoy it and you don't want to say it's a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It is, Bob. Oh! You're telling me that's a bad movie, Ben? Yes! That rabbit just jumped through that glass and killed that lady. That's Bob, awesome! Just put red paint on her neck and had a guy with a rabbit hand just go, ooh! But it looked awesome! <laughs> it looked really bad cheesy. <laughs> no, that was a good one. Shut that was up, a good Bob. one. You have to mark that. Thank you. You can enjoy a movie and it still be bad. No. It's okay. No, I refuse. <laughs> I will not back down. This is a good movie. This next clip is Ben and S arguing about how good this movie is again, but I use the P word. It's a bad movie with a good production budget that maybe wasn't used the best. Perfect movie. <laughs> I swear to God, if you give it a five. Oh, I, Ben, I would never. That, that would ruin my integrity as a podcaster, okay? smack you. No, I would do I'll let that. you do it. No, I won't give it but a five. But I might smack no. you. I reserve a five for better things. Oh, but this is a perfect movie? That was a joke and you know it. No, I'm it's still not a good so movie. Sure. This next clip is me reacting to the number of dead people I see on the screen. All those rabbits <laughs> looking at the camera. Yeah. That's good. That's um, a really good one. Oh, my God. There's so many dead people in this movie. I can't believe this is PG. This next clip is Ben and I reacting to the method that the government uses to get a posse together to kill these rabbits. That's a crazy idea. Well, I hope you realize this idea is the same idea they used to, like, actually get rabbits. Yeah, the one that, like, they were doing in Australia? 
Well, they were also doing it here. Yeah. Um, which I think that might have been actual footage from here. What what movies was that? Say the driving was playing. Did, did you read them? Ah, uh, no, I didn't. Fuck! I was trying to read it. That's Tom and Jerry. That is straight up Tom and Jerry, at the drive-in. Which I guess that probably did happen back in the day. Throw some cartoons on. That's awesome. I love Tom and Jerry. <laughs> I forgot about this. I forgot about this. What is happening? They're getting the posse. <laughs> They're what in they the goddamn? The the sheriff rolled up was like, "We got killer rabbits. Who's coming with me?" And everyone at the drive-in was like, "Yeah, what?" That might be the most ridiculous part of this movie so far. Oh, it's so bad. This next outtake is Ben and I talking about an old piece of technology and then watching a rabbit get set on fire. They used to have this thing like installed in cars and you can still buy them, but it was like a pipe that would stick out both your front windows and air would come into it and mm -hmm. then there'd be holes throughout the pipe that would shoot you in the face instead of AC. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I might need to get one of those. <laughs> the, the issue is you have to be careful because if you drive through like a cloud of bugs... Oh, God. Oh, it's a fucking flare? Hell yeah. Use it on the rabbits. They're scared of it. That one looks scary. Oh. Oh, she started a fire. Oh, that's a fire rabbit. Holy shit. It's so bad. Nah. Hi everybody, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the outtakes. I know there were quite a few and probably some absolutely heinous material. I think I might include some of those, but just bleep what we're saying. Because <laughs> I don't know if there's context for it. We'll see what happens on the I edit. I would not include those ever. Well, we'll see. I might I might do some fuck, fucking around and see if I can figure something out. Anyway. Anyways. Um, <laughs> do we have any announcements, Ben? Go check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, we're probably there. Yeah, and if you have anywhere else you want us to be that we're not right now, yeah. let us know and we can go through the process to probably get ourselves yeah, up. Yeah, it's just a lot of uh, paperwork, work. basically, of yeah. submitting podcasts, filling out forms. It's you know, annoying, BS. but we're on the main ones, which is Spotify and Apple. Yep. Check us out on Twitter, at Beware the Board. It's where we post updates for the show. Every Friday, I tweet out a link to the show whenever it goes live. Uh, every Monday, I post a spoiler post for Friday's episode, so you can watch the movie beforehand if you don't want to get anything spoiled. Uh, I also post polls on our Twitter, anything on our Twitter, like updates about the show, anything, all on our Twitter. It's all there. Check it out. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you're feeling nice, you can still uh, give us likes and stuff on YouTube, because we're still there. I mean, it's obviously not the best place to watch us anymore, but, yeah, you know. I think the video element of the podcast is going to improve drastically soon. Mm -hmm. We've talked about some updating uh, some of the stuff, but especially with the new thumbnails. If you want to go over, you know, leap into YouTube and <laughs> comment and stuff. Yeah, if you have any recommendations for the random category of the board, leave those in the comments. If you have any movies you want me and Ben to watch, leave those in the comments, too. Ben always needs a backlog of movies. Because maybe we haven't heard of something, and if it's really cool, we'll go watch it. Or maybe I just want to watch something without Bob. Okay. Because well, I have to screen stuff. Fair enough. I w yeah. Sorry, I took that a little personally. Yeah, you did. It's okay. It was meant to attack you a little bit. But <laughs> I keep pushing my buttons. I'd say something, but I can't say it on the podcast.
Bob can say it. <laughs> Damn you. All right. All right. Until next time. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll see you next time, everybody. Have a nice week.